Hello, everybody. I can't believe I can't believe I gave that beat up. What was I thinking? <laughs> uh, Desi, I, Desi, I can't. I hear. was muted. So <laughs> is it just me? Like every time that song plays, we're waiting in the lobby, waiting for you to bring us in at the start of the show. Am I the only one sitting there doing this? No, you're not. No, I'm actually, I'm actually sitting here like I should have gave that to an artist. What was I thinking? <laughs> anyway, do the oh. intro, V. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. indeed. Good evening, everybody, or they'd like to say good evening, Earthlings, or whatever. <laughs> Welcome to Powers Up International. Your boy, the Veep, in the building. To the other side, I got my girl, Dizzy, and of course, my man, D Ray, the producer. And we are your uh, host to this great nerd and geeky adventure. Uh, what are we going to talk about? A lot of amazing and fun stuff, but most of all, we have a guest with us. Um, <laughs> in in uh, legal legally, they said I am to not acknowledge that I know him. So, uh, this is a gentleman known as uh, Jason McLean. He is an amazing guy. If I'm correct, he is an author, and he has some amazing projects coming up, which is not for me to tell, but for him to let you know. So, Jason, come on down. You want me to get him, or you got him? Someone uh, get him. Yeah. I forgot there my I can't do it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Jason? Not too much. I have not been on the, again. <clears throat> people I've who with whom I have never met before, even though it's the first <laughs> time on the show. Um, <laughs> again, for legal reasons. Um, well, you know, technically, this is your first time on this it is. show. This show on this fact. show. Yes, yes. Yeah. that's true. Percent fact. That's true. So yeah, first time. First time, long time. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so welcome, welcome to our show, my friend. I appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. Oh, no, now, be. last time, um, I don't even know if I should go to the last time. So scratch that. We're gonna start brand new. Yeah, start fresh. <laughs> brand new day. Uh, Let's get some new, some new violations. Yeah. All I mean, right. You snitched on us already. So I mean, you know. <laughs> no, Jason. Please let everybody know what you do and what you're about and what's happening. Um, okay, so uh, I recently retired from podcasting, and clearly I'm doing a great job of it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I have, uh, I can say this. I don't have the dates out yet. Uh, so a friend of mine and I, we sold a, uh, it's technically a short story, it's 16 pages to Antarctic Press, and then I've sold a story to Antarctic Press as well. So that'll, those will be coming out soon, but I'm currently working on my next project, um, uh, the Siru Papers, Encounters with the Unknown. It's a, uh, <clears throat> uh, so for people who, I'll assume most people don't know who, uh, you, you know, don't have a history. Siru Papers was a thing I was doing. It was a real organization for a long time. But I'm I'm re I'm scrapping everything. What Siri was is going to become a new project altogether. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I'm taking Siri back to what it was originally, which is a fictitious story. Um, it, Siri stands for the Society for the Investigation and Research of the Unknown. And uh, so the first comic is going to have three, at least three, uh, short stories set in that universe. And then we'll have some backup uh, comics. Uh, Chupy Rules. It's a comic strip i've done for a while it's had a couple different versions of life i'm doing a new version now uh that you can go and see online for free when once it finally launches uh on facebook and instagram just go go see my page 
And um, it'll have some backup stories in there for you know from that universe as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to have some some serious comic stuff, some comedic comic stuff, a couple interviews with some cryptozoologist friends of mine, and uh, you know just be a good old time. Good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so I just got to ask, Jason, mm-hmm. before we get into the fun stuff, in in your view, in your neck of the woods and, and stuff that's mm-hmm. in your peripheral, what is going on in the world as, as <clears throat> Jason sees it? <laughs> that's a long story. I don't... I mean, <laughs> I need some... Dude, I need some guide rails, man. <laughs> you need to put some guardrails up on that real fast. <laughs> We're not that uh, kind of police got, ourselves. Don't depend on us to police you. You get. I mean, like, literally, we drive off a cliff every podcast. So. <laughs> Look, and that's fine. I'm just saying, do you want to go... For, like... It'll get weird real fast, man. I, I thought right, we didn't dude. want the feds rating us on this episode. Yeah, oh, I, I did it in like maybe 45 seconds. I do like this podcast, so yeah. <laughs> That's what I was about to say, man. You better put the guardrails up real quick. Um, Like I said, really, I'm just uh, sort of locking out of some things and just focusing on work uh last two weeks have not been good for that because my my wife's had two conventions so i went down to austin with her last week and she's in california so a lot of that has been going on getting ready for for those kinds of things um so a lot of my stuff's really gone inside for the last two weeks uh when she gets back this weekend i'll be able to sort of get back in and focus on my stuff um mm-hmm. So, I mean, really, not much uh, in, as far as me uh, or anything weird going on over here. Um, and really, I, honestly, probably the weirdest stuff will be going on. Uh, so the other project is the Christian Paranormal Perspective, and that's mm-hmm. where I'm going to try and... I don't want to say it's my last word on all of the genuinely odd things, but it's. I would like for it to be a collection of, here's what I have learned here's the resources for it right because a lot a lot of shows out there a lot of people out there they're just like here's my thoughts on this and i'm like great why do you actually think that though because often that's more that's more important than what you think right Mm -hmm. like when i was uh (laughs) i did a a recent show with uh we're with some flat earthers and i in wow i have to say that was it, well, it was an experience, so they're like, oh, so you're a flat earther? No. If anything, I'm, I'm actually more anti-flat earth now than I was before. <laughs> but the, but it, was really, it was really an interesting experience because the guy I was talking to was, he was in many ways very, it was like an actual boiled down, this is really why he thinks it. Like, and, but the problem is, he didn't actually say it. You, you, you pull it out of what he's saying, right? You realize, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I under, now I, I, I can understand why you have this thought. It isn't that there's evidence for it. It isn't even necessarily as you're getting it out of scripture. It's that that's your that's the veneer, right? Mm. But I see why you're really doing this. I understand now on because some the problem is oftentimes we when we talk to people and we're you know and they have these thoughts, you're we're seeing the surface level stuff. We're not seeing what's really underneath it, right? What's really the motivating factor, what's really driving them towards mm-hmm. this thing. And what's and oftentimes what people say up here is 180% different from what they're re- from the reason why they're doing something. Mm. Right. Um, <clears throat> people talk about virtue signaling. We all virtue signal. All of us do. Mm-hmm. Right. The question is, why do we choose those things? 
right? What is it that's really motivating? And the problem is you can have a lot of people on the same side. They all have very different reasons for doing what they're doing, right? Right. Different right. motivating factors. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's probably it. Like, like what I would like to do is be able to, the, so the Christian paranormal perspective is going to have that. The, what are the real reasons here? Mm. What's really the conversation? Like <clears throat> you want to get real weird? Let's get real weird. Oh boy. Why, why does the United States government want us to believe in UFOs now? Mm. How did they go from it's, it's, the light from Venus bouncing off of swamp gas from D-Ray. Now it's, nope, aliens are real. And they're interdimensional. And they like to buzz our ships. Like, how did that Hold happen? Hold up. Wait a minute. Is that my fault? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> swamp gas off of D-Ray. Let's, 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 let's unpack that. Hey, that's what the government did, was saying. I did not enjoy me, that not part. Me. Government. The U.S. government is pinning yeah. this yeah. on yeah, our D-Ray right? <laughs> Yeah, I am so glad. It's, it's, it's not a U.S. It's government it's saying It's just that. D-Ray. <laughs> the, the great dismal D-Ray. <laughs> so, like, but why? Why did why did that tune change that fast? But now, let me ask one other question. Why does the United States government want us to government want us to believe that a UFO crashed in 1947 at Roswell? Because they do. Hmm. This is one of those things where a lot of people, and I'm gonna, I have to bring the receipts. There is a story. I'm, I am waiting to get approval to put in writing because once you do, it's like holy crap. It, it, it shifts your perspective on everything, right? Wow. And. The simple fact is, of the matter is this. Let me go with something that I've said very, very publicly for a long time because it's all public knowledge, right? The story where uh, with Kenneth Arnold, uh, this is where it's actually not, we're finding out it's not 100% true. The, front, the term flying saucer actually predates this story. <clears throat> but there was a, a guy by the name of Kenneth Arnold in uh, in the in the 50s. He sees what uh, he called you know, these, these craft. Like he's flying, he sees them go through, this is the story that supposedly launches the 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 term UFO, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, flying not UFO, flying saucer. <clears throat> My bad, flying saucer. And when you and everyone points like, oh, here's here's this story of these of these clearly alien technology, right? Mm-hmm. As an artist, if you look at it, it is very. And again, this is me speaking as an artist. He clearly was looking at Nazi. Uh, experimental craft, flying wings. Hmm. That's very clear. And I'm I'm telling you, as an artist, when you look at his renditions, verse, and then you put them side by side with, um, I forget, I can never remember the name of the craft specifically, but there's the, uh, the they had a flying wing. It had sort of, again, traditional flying wing shape, but it had like this little middle point, right? <clears throat> Where the mm-hmm. tail would be. It's the same craft, straight up. And originally... His in his accounts, he doesn't talk about them being alien or anything. He thought it was experimental craft that the, that the government had. That's it. <clears throat> but he gets pushed real hard into being a UFO or alien technology. Why? A lot of what's been going on is that the United States government, particularly from like the <clears throat> post World War uh, World War Two till 1980, 
the UFO phenomenon, I'm not saying the UFO phenomena is not real. I have a very different opinion. But the problem is there's the real, truly exotic stuff. And then there's the stuff the government wants us to think is the exotic stuff when it's not. Hmm. Pre Post-World War II, we were using, essentially, we were trying to hide Operation Paperclip. Right when we were bringing over all these Nazis, it's not just the Nazis. Everyone's like, "Oh, the, when we brought over Nazi scientists, it wasn't just the Nazis; it was also Japanese scientists hmm. and their technology." And the, like we brought, and I mean, these people were war criminals. A lot of people are like, "Oh, no, no, they weren't all war criminals." I'm sure some of them weren't, but a lot of them were. They absolutely were, particularly Japanese. Everyone focuses on the air, on the the spacecraft stuff, like the rocket stuff. We brought over some really terrible people who did a lot of work in psychology and uh, you, we'd call it medicine, but they, you know, essentially understanding how the body works. If I find it amusing that we are real fast to jump on how bad the Nazis were. We talk, everyone knows who, who Josef Mengele was, right? And I, I, I may even get the number wrong, but no one talks about unit uh, seven, three, one in Japan. They were probably even more barbaric than Joseph Mengele ever dreamed of being. Wow. We never talk about what Japan did during World War II, right? Like Godzilla's uh, minus one is probably as close as anyone in Japan's ever going to get to even addressing how bad they were during World War II. Mm. We brought over some genuinely terrible human beings, put them on the payroll. And said, okay, you work for us now. But here's the thing. It was illegal. Truman did not want any of that happening here. He's like, no, if these people aren't clean, he's like, look, I assume there's going to be people who are on that side. Again, they weren't war criminals, but so we can bring them over. But I won't, he's like, he wants, he wanted all of those people to burn in hell. So it was highly legal. And it was to the point of, if you aided and abetted them, you were a traitor, which means you could be executed for this. Right. So from post-World War II to 1980, the entire UFO craze that the, that the government was actively manipulating, but it was it was more about just trying to get people to not see their projects. That's all it was, right? The CIA also loved using it because it hid their YouTube program with Russia where it's like, no, that's not our spy plane. It's a UFO that's, over, that's you know, <laughs> taking pictures. So that's from World War II to 1980, that's sort of the big push. 1980s where it absolutely changes, and this is where we start getting some really interesting things happening, where this is where the, that page is going to show all of the actual stuff. That is where the... Uh, that is when OSI and several other intelligence operations actively start manipulating the UFO community to put out ideas and thoughts that they want in the field. Um, specifically Roswell. Nobody, I mean, everyone, UFO researchers have forgotten about Roswell. All of them have. The people who bring it back, the uh, one guy in the 90s said, yeah, I worked with the United States government to manipulate the, the, the UFO community. But his excuse was, but I did it because I was trying to be like a double agent and get the information from them, right? I wanted to, it's like, hold on. Are you lying now or are you lying then? Or are hmm. you lying both times, right? Right. The other guy whose name I will not use, be, people who are, in, they'll know who I'm talking about, but 
let's just say they made a phone call to someone that I know. And this person asked a friend of mine who's an expert in the field. He said, why is this guy, and this is a big name in the UFO community, very big name. He said, why is he calling me from a United, from a uh, U.S. Air Force base? So the simple fact of the matter is the United States government wants us to, wanted us to believe in aliens. They want us to, they want us to believe these things. Mm-hmm. So now the question becomes why? What's going on? So that's mm-hmm. what we're going to be talking. That's that's what the page is going to address. And there's a lot because I think the problem yeah. is everyone's everyone wanted disclosure so bad. It's like maybe real disclosure isn't what you think it is. Yeah, but they're giving you what you want now, so you're willing to buy it now. But that's what they've yeah. always wanted you to believe anyway. Well, Jason, thank you for that fresh page in our file. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that, buddy. And I know the heading the heading is going to be Swamp Gas Colon D Ray. Hey, you're welcome for that. You're welcome for that. But again, that wasn't me saying it. It was it was Will Smith, right? The men in black. They were like, This is what happened. I'm like, that's it's, terrible. Why you why, see, why you why you bang, why are you bagging on my boy D Ray over here? And seeing I got this weird vision of being put in a trunk and looking up and somebody in black goes swamp gas really and then the trunk <laughs> look i'm not saying it's going to happen but it's going to happen oh wow oh wow yeah there you go that is a <clears throat> for your but think about how much fun that's going to be that's all fun. i'm saying it's be fun. <laughs> like you don't you don't want things to be boring <laughs> We are never bored. No, man. We ain't that bored ever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But anyway, we're going to pivot from that somehow. <laughs> no doubt. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about is some of the coming soon movies, TV shows, and whatnot. And here's one of them that caught me by surprise. There's going to be a Beetlejuice too. I did not know that. Is wow. that Keaton? Tell me that's it looks it like. That looks, it that looks like. Yep. It looks like him. It, it is can. him. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I've been waiting for this one. And they got um, the girl who played Wednesday Adams in the new. Oh, uh, is it Jennifer yeah. Vega? No, I or, tell Ortega. You. Ortega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenna Ortega. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, she's yeah. going to be in it, and, but there were a lot of other people are repri- uh, are Winona Ryder supposed yeah. to be uh, reprising. I was going to say, got to bring Winona Ryder back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Um, I'd like to see him do something with Gina Davis, but you know, I don't know if she's Gina still Davis in that game. and uh, Billy Billy. Is it, no, it's the Baldwin. It was it was was it a Baldwin? I can't it remember. It was, Alex. it was Alex. Was that Alex? Was that Alex? It was Alex? I think it was Alex Baldwin and Gina Davis mm-hmm. were the couple. Then oh, was it had, Alex? Yeah. Well, then we, we can't we can't have him around. And, and <laughs> no, no, he, might be, <laughs> he might be doing time. And I also oh, remember, I remember uh, no, for real. Was um, it Alec? Yeah, it was Alec Baldwin. It just, the, it's hard. To, it's hard to like because he, they had his hair light brown in it. So I think. And, and I and just I don't, re- don't remember. I don't, I don't remember that being Alec. Keep talking. I'm going to pull it up. Oh, yeah, no, no, okay. you're fine. I, I don't remember the actress's name, but I know she played uh, in Home Alone as the mom that left. Kevin home. I know she was in it. Oh, that's right. Oh, she yeah. was in it. Isn't she in Shit Creek Hill? She's in what? 
It's a TV show. The show is a freaking show. It's got like. <laughs> I'm not the only one that knows. Of that. all of all the things that we it asked was Alec you to Ball, watch, uh, Kath, Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, yeah, her. Oh. Yeah, she's she's in shit, uh, Shit's Creek, Shit Creek. <laughs> I think she is. Yeah, we're with Eugene Levy. With Eugene Levy. And, yeah. Did you say it again? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's what it's called. <laughs> it is called that. <laughs> it's yeah, just it's Alec Alec. Alec. I hear you say it. It's just well, D-Ray has a problem, what? that's all. I don't know what. Don't even feel bad with what I'm up to right now. Uh-oh. That is hilarious. Uh-oh. <laughs> all right, on to the yeah, next. I'm, it's feel bad, to, yeah, yeah, I don't. yeah, I've been waiting for that one for a little bit. I, I'm worried, though. Since so much has been so bad for so long, I'm yeah. worried. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dizzy so, goes I'll, by the same mantra. I'll, I'll wait for it to show up on Max. Oh jeez, I'm not going to do that. Beetlejuice is—I think it'll be worth it. Now, this is for the the kid in me, Despicable Me Four. <laughs> they could not—they could not stop another. <laughs> no, gotta love a minion, man. Gotta love a minion. I love the minions. <laughs> I love the minions too. You can't That's say anything bad about that. That's O for two for Ooh. me. Oh jeez. What? Was it, was what? It Ca- Carl and what's the other minion's name? The other main minion, Carl. And Bob. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. Bob. More other cool animated movie. They are bringing Kung Fu Panda Four. Okay, this so is Poe has another one. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence with that. Um, I don't know if this one, Inside Out Two, the sequel. The first one was not bad, but mm, well, yeah, sequel the first one was solid. I, I just. I don't know. Mm. Like, like you're telling me I'm not getting a bug. I don't get a Bug's Life too, but I'm going to get an Inside Out too. <laughs> like that was a one shot. Like, I, like that felt like a decent one Bugs shot. Bug's Life was I'm good. Cool. Yeah, I, Bug's Life was good. But I'm not getting another Bug's Life. But I'm going to get a uh, Inside Out too. What the heck is up with Man, that? Y'all, get y'all wake me up. Toy stories. Y'all wake <laughs> me up when the Afro Samurai reboot happens. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. No, I. We'll see if that comes out. You and me both. But again, um, we don't know that it won't suck. That's my exactly. problem. Yeah. And you know why that is, Jason? Because you know what? Apparently, a lot of these remakes are being made by people who A, didn't watch the originals, or B, didn't like the originals. Exactly. No, that's... So you're 100% right. Again, D, my man D-Ray gets me on this. They don't like the material at all. Mm-hmm. They don't respect... But here's the thing. They don't respect the material. Facts. That's the bigger problem, because like the original Superman movie, right from 1978, they weren't mm-hmm. comic fans, right at all. Mm. But they respected the material, right? And they said, okay, well, let me. Like, I'm going to make a good product. But there's a third part to all of this. All of these producers, all of these, um, all of these writers, they don't have any real life experience, right? They are that people who they are. It, it's. It is the it, they, it is the snake eating its tail. That's all mm. it is. These are not people who, like you. Go back to again. I'll pull from comics since I'm a, I'm a comic guy. Your first couple generations of comic creators, they lived. They literally lived through the Depression, World War One, and World War Two. Uh, they were coming out of real. They had real lives, right? Comics was something they fell into. 
it isn't until like the 70s and 80s that you start getting people who grew up on comics who wanted to work in comics, right? But they were still people who had life experience. They were in the real world. But the problem, like the reason everything's collapsing now, again, everything's cyclical, right? But these are all people who grew up wanting to be in it, but that's all they ever did. They don't have any other life experience, right? And so their their whole view of the world is friggin', it's friggin' Twitter. Yeah, mm. that's their view of the world. They have yeah. no actual experience in in life, and and so it's it's just they want they want Twitter, and we saw this with She Hulk. They want Twitter to be to like them. That's mm. what this is about. That's wow. why the movies suck. They want they want to be loved on Twitter. They don't like understand that. the audience. They don't like understand that. life. This is why when you you talk to them, you're like, "What is going on? Like, how how do you?" Sc- the Flash is a great example of this. Okay, The Flash was a terrible, terrible movie. The actors, and I think Ezra Miller should be hit with a truck. He's a terrible <laughs> human. But wait a minute! But, wait a minute! Wait a minute! The views and opinions of those. <laughs> He Ray loves all everything I've ever said on any show <laughs> ever. D Ray fully endorses it. In fact, he That's probably believes it harder than I do. D Ray, <laughs> meet Bus, Bus, meet D Ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, I'm going to back it up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if you ever saw Universal, Universal Soldier: The Return, you know exactly what I mean. There's oh my god, my favorite part again. Really terrible movie. But my favorite part, oh my God. I think it was Stone Cold Steve Austin is one of, I think that's one of the other soldiers that's after him, right? Um, Van Damme and whoever he's with, they jump on this truck and they get in the truck. And so he's going after them. They pull the truck out and you hear this OS and then he hits, he hits the concrete and then they back it up over him. So yeah, yeah, no, trust me. I don't just push in front of the bus. I back it up. I like it. Like but you know the the first yeah. Universal Soldier was good. That stinks. Yeah, was brilliant. And then they had yeah. like a bunch of really lame direct video <laughs> movies, and they said, "Hey, let's get John Claude Van Damme and do another really bad one." Um, <laughs> but like with the Flash, right? Great acting again. Like I said, I think Ezra Miller was did a great job acting in that film. The problem is the movie was terrible, right? Everyone did. Sasha Kelly, I was, I, I was amazing in it. I'd like for her to be. I think she earned being Supergirl. Like I'm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like her in that. I really did. Like everyone did the best they could with just what is a the biggest turd sandwich that DC <laughs> put out, and that's saying something because you know of all the other movies they put out. But yeah, it's like it took uh, me and Ray like ten minutes of talking to fix the movie. Mm. Like that's the problem. It doesn't no. take much to fix. Right. Right. The problem is everyone's everyone wants to shoehorn into the things in here, and it's like, guys, this isn't hard. But the problem is none of these people have actual life experience, and they certainly don't respect the material. They just want to look good on Twitter. So I know we're at the bottom of the hour, but um, I'm scared to ask him what he thought of Rebel Moon because, given what he just said, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. That he's going to agree uh, and know why I think it sucks. But we are at the bottom of the hour. Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) So what we'll do is we'll do the Blast Artist Spotlight. Uh, When we do come back, I have some (laughs) some interesting video clips to show. But 
the blast artist spotlight for night and this was exclusively for dizzy this is my boy jason and this is distractions oh, Check yeah. it out. let's go <laughs> damn baby girl she's a cutie with a booty she's a snack call me scooby there's a mystery to that booty drop it low wind it up drop it low do it slow wind it up drop it low to the flow get it out Damn, baby girl, she's a cutie with a booty. She's a snack, call me Scooby. There's a mystery to that booty. Drop it low, wind it up. Drop it low, do it slow, wind it up. Drop it low, do the floor, get it out. What we have here, baby girl, you got me stuck like them high beams and dears. You got me coming out the pocket, buying you in them drinks so we could go cheers. How would sit up like that, like you sit edge on stairs? Oh, 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 man, 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 that, that, that ain't fair. No, I got a weakness for the cheapness, and you already know the thesis. I'ma dive up in it like vest cargo, I go the deepest. Organs jumping out the way, no, I shattered them to pieces. R.I.P. to the ceases and the losers and defeats. I need that ocean tide flow, I'm trying walls with a squeegee. That's my queen, Nefertiti, oh my lord, look at them titties. Now let me just digress, I had to just confess that you're blessed with all that that sits up in that dress. Did I run into you for a reason? You a big ball of temptation, a lot of teasing Damn, baby girl, she's a cutie with a booty She's a snack, call me Scooby, there's a mystery to that booty Drop it low, wind it up, drop it low, do it slow Wind it up, drop it low, to the flow, get it out Damn, baby girl, she's a cutie with a booty She's a snack, call me Scooby, there's a mystery to that booty Drop it low, wind it up, drop it low, do it slow Wind it up, drop it low, to the flow, get it out was on a mission before I came up in here Trying to find a clue but got distracted by that derriere No matter where you move and sit back and stare Then your body is still and then your booty everywhere Damn it, I'm wrestling with that as she wanted me to slam it I think I get to Randy every time I get savage A lot of time it ends up tragic Set the bars past the attic Looking for me with a magnifying glass Expect a gadget, now you hook becomes a habit If you turn down is a static Expected me to jump right to it Bugs, bunny, rabbit, to them Grown cabbage and it's soft and it's tattered And the way you make it move is like this voodoo of some magic I gotta keep my head right Distractions every day and every night I see through the disguise when I look up in your eyes You a devil in disguise and your ass is the prize Damn baby girl, she's a cutie with a booty She's a snack, call me Scooby, there's a mystery to that booty Drop it low, wind it up, drop it low, do it slow Wind it up, drop it low, to the flow, get it out Baby girl, she's a cutie with a booty She's a snack, call me Scooby There's a mystery to that booty Drop it low, wind it up Drop it low, do it slow Wind it up, drop it low To the flow, get it out I love how it affects Jason Because he was having a good old time back there I was, that was hilarious that was I, that song's gonna be that that tag is gonna or that uh that bridge is gonna be stuck in my head all night now. <laughs> I can't hear you, Dizzy. Distractions by Jaysaw. I love it. I listen to it all the time. Never fails to make me laugh. <laughs> well, anyway, let me let me get my spiel and then we'll go through the conversation. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> If you're an oh, independent, wait, 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 wait. Jason is in the building. What's up, homie? What's, up, Jay? What's going on, brother? <laughs> if you're an independent artist, it's not cool. 
If you're an independent artist or a spoken word poet, or even an up-and-coming comedian looking for some exposure, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. But the beautiful thing is, Blast needs the fans. So if you're a fan of great music, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register as a fan and have access to hundreds and hundreds of independent music. Blast, changing the industry one artist at a time. All righty. I'm yes, glad, indeed. That's my man. I'm glad Jay is in the building, so you know that since I didn't produce that track, that's what he always says. I now, love it. I was not prepared for what came on that screen. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the song. I'm like, all right. So it's a, what just happened? I that is hilarious. Oh my god. Why was that better than Velma look, though? Look at just. Like, it's like we just took Jason to the strip club in the hood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I cannot stop laughing. That that was that was amazing. Yeah, um, that's what's up. I will straight up like I'll get up in the morning, get ready for work, have my coffee, be walking around, making sure I got all my stuff ready to go. Listening to that song, going in my sad little dance ways. Hey, you have, like a crazy person. You having fun? That's all that matters. Uh-huh. But listen, I'm gonna show you. This is this is this is too funny. And these these are three videos, but they all combined less than a minute. And it's basically a guy who let's just say he was stuck in the, the ways of World of Warcraft and decides to play Battlezone. Check this out. Holy light! Holy light! Holy light! Holy light! Holy light! Holy light! Burning soul! Holy light! Holy light! Burning soul! GG's outplayed! I'm just fucking better! Hold on. Destiny. I'm gonna start hollering that when I start throwing my solar grenades. I'm just gonna start going, "Holy light, holy light, holy light!" I love it. It's genius. Oh, hold on. I got more. Holy light, holy light, holy light, holy light, holy light. Lake of fire, lake of fire, holy light, holy light. Bet you won't step to a mage ever again, buddy. Arcane blast. <laughs> Look, I don't know what's better, him or the Harry Potter oh. soundtrack. I love I, it. I'm yeah, telling sure. you, that World of Warcraft trash talk. Like, I wouldn't even be mad if he killed me. I'd be following him around, like just like. Just don't talk. I just want to hear more. Like, like, are you okay? I got, I got one more. Check this out. Incendiary rain, holy light, holy light, holy light, holy light, holy light, holy light, holy light. Lake of fire! Lake of fire! Arcade Black! (laughs) 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 He is so passionate. We have that energy. He was so passionate. Now, this this one I have to show you. This guy's laugh alone kills me. Look at the the foolishness he does. All right, let's throw two of these bad boys down. It'll be a nice gift for the next guy. Okay, I'm gonna park this right on the buy. Whoever needs to get to the buy is gonna have to move my car first. And now we wait. Oh, someone's going. Someone's going. He, he can't get the buy. He can't get the buy. Come on. <laughs> that was a little toxic. Hey, stupid! What are you doing up there, buddy? Timmy, we don't have to do this. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, we do. No, Timmy, Timmy. No, we do. So scary, bro. How do you know everything about me? I don't know anything about you except that you're stupid. Come on, come down here. No, don't take my car, though. Whatever you do. No! no! <laughs> I wonder if it'll work in an ATV. Wait, there's a car coming. There's a car coming. Wait, wait. Sir, sir, don't touch my car. Don't. Oh, my God. I'm not sure if insurance covers that. Oh, come on. Hurry, hurry, hurry. There's a car coming. Hey, buddy. Buddy. Come here. Look what I got for you, pal. Take some of this. <laughs> so sick. Come on, tough guy. You think you're so tough in your big car? Come on, hit me. Hit me. <laughs> oh, I got to go take a sh. Wait. How okay, hold on. How did he, if they were already in the car, how was he mining the car? It's a proximity mine. So anytime they become in the vicinity, boom. Oh, and he's immune to his own mines. Gotcha. Craziness. I like him. I love his laugh. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> anyway. What's up, Mike? You're in the building. <laughs> All right. Let's continue on with our coming soons. Now, it's bad enough we already know the ending, but sure, let's know about the story. Mufasa. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Look, you already redid the Lion King. You still have the property. Please do something new. Please. I Stick Lion King back in the vault for the next 25 years and, and bring it back, you know, later. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> much like, much later. The original, the original was perfect. There was no need to change this. It's like agreed. Hey, let's make a let's like let's make a worse version. All of these remakes <laughs> have been okay. I'll say this one thing though: the Beauty and the Beast remake was. I actually kind of liked yeah. some things they brought to it. I, I think it cleaned up some things, but also made a few things worse. That being said, <laughs> everything else has been like a terrible. Like I actually I haven't seen any of the new. I haven't bothered. It's like why am I wasting my time? But I had a, I did a review for a website when they did Aladdin. And I'm like okay. It's Aladdin. Oh, we like it. it. Will Smith. It's going to be good. It wasn't Rebel Thanks. Moon bad, but <laughs> it was. It is. But the, it's like they forgot how to make a movie. And I'm like, why? It, it, the worst part was just they just did all of the things. The worst part, again, there were some really good elements that they brought that were new that were brought in. I'm like, okay, good. Roll with that. And they're like, nope, we'll forget. We'll, we're going to forget all that even happened. And yeah. What is going on? Like what? Again, it goes back to you. It's just please stop doing this. Do something new because you can't seem to figure out how the why the first ones worked in the first place. Please. And uh, speaking on sequels, how about Sonic Three? As if one and two wasn't enough. Okay, for, those are good. I will yeah, say that. I do enjoy the Sonic movies, and my nephews love them. Is Jim Carrey in this one? Yes, I hope so because he is the whole purpose of the movie. Okay, we're well, gonna have. All I'm saying is, okay. if, some, if, if I don't see some twelve-year-old chick get uh, have a couple of magazines emptied into her at the beginning of the oh, film, geez. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Good grief! <laughs> all only the real ones understand. Only the real ones do we, know. Do we need to drop the disclaimer again? <laughs> nah, man, because that's a fresh new chapter right there. We might I was gonna say. I was gonna say that's the first to have to drop the disclaimer twice on a hey, show. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look, they just emptied out the printer and now they just they got a fresh roll in just for us. Now this right here real ones know what I'm talking about. That's all I'm saying. This right here is going to provoke 
dialogue. And I so hope this is a fan that wrote that said this is coming. <sighs> <laughs> I call false. There's no way. But, 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 but look who cool is Gohan. Are you serious? Are you Chris Pratt? This is cool. Chris Pratt is Gohan. But that's false. That's that's fake news. So now we got Matthew McConaughey playing T'Challa in the next Black Panther. Is I mean, is that what's going on? Come on, guys. Jeez. Would have been better than the one we got. Jeez. Last Hmm. one. Now what you not gonna do is talk about. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on, Jason. <laughs> You're not gonna talk about Wakanda forever on here. You're just, I, there's a line, and don't mm-hmm. you cross it. Oh, I'll, I'll pole vault over it. Oh, jeez, that pole vault. <laughs> anyway, but can we get a movie that does, like I like Chris Pratt? But can we get a movie where that he's not in it yet? Like that's just all I want. Just one movie where he's not in the movie. I do like Chris Pratt, but uh, Dragon Ball. He's yeah, actually actually he is in the movie. He's just uh voicing uh Goku. Oh. So he I, I don't even know how I feel about that. I don't yeah. even like that. Yeah, he is in the movie. <clears throat> Can we stop making live action animes, please? Yeah. There's no. things that don't translate. I no, can, can we one piece? I heard I one piece was good. It. I haven't watched it yet. The first five minutes. <laughs> it's you know what? It's it's hard to get into just because, and even if you watch the anime, Monkey D. Luffy is so fucking goofy. You look at it and you expect it to be absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> but the longer I watched and the more I watched those actors sort of like settle into those characters because there was a little bit of adjustment period while they were figuring their shit out. The more I enjoyed it. My dad called me up. He's the one told me it was there. He's like, have you seen this One Piece? series on netflix it's pretty weird but i liked it i'm like you know it's from an anime right he's like actually that explains a lot (laughs) (laughs) i will say this i'm not i'm not a fan of the one piece anime so that's hard to get get into i'm about 60 episodes in i started watching it just because of this and i know that's i know that's not like a thousand and something episodes 15 movies Oh, there's a yeah. lot of material yeah. for One Piece. It's been around. But, it, it actually outsold. Uh, technically, One Piece as a manga has outsold Batman. Really? All of, they all broke of Batman. One wow. Piece when it released on Netflix broke Stranger Things opening weekend record. Yep. Stranger wow. Things. Mm-hmm. Wow. That says a lot. So before we get into shows that we're watching now, we want to pay our respects to the great Carl Weathers. Man, this this hurt because yeah. he was so cool in the um, Boba Fett series, and um, he was one of my favorite characters. Absolutely. Agreed, he will definitely be missed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, rest in peace, sir. God bless you. Basically, my childhood, like that. You know, yeah. exactly. I mean, when it came to Rocky and him, that was wow. And, <laughs> and that like, was everything. And like literally, uh, we lost uh, Roger Mosley. What was that back in November? Oh and, yeah, that's right. And then mm-hmm. now we lost, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Carl Weathers. Those were two of my early influences as a kid. You know, because like those were two guys that looked like me that I could see on film and on TV. And on um, TV. What are you laughing at, V? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just <clears throat> clearing up. <laughs> uh huh. 
Uh-huh. Anyway, we'll get back to that. Now, I want to talk about America's new uh, interracial sweethearts that are coming very soon. Of course, I'm talking about Michonne and Rick Graves returning uh, the 22nd on The Walking Dead. This is going to be interesting because I did I did watch Walking Dead up to when Rick, uh, I, I, I can't remember if he fell in the water or something like that. Yeah. And that's how they finished it. I don't remember what happened to Michonne, though. I don't remember. I got angry the first time they made it look like they killed Glenn and I went on strike from Walking Dead. And I have I know he came back. I know it was a fake out, but I also know he died again later. Don't worry. I know stuff, but I never <laughs> went back because I was angry at it. <laughs> yeah, I stopped watching I when Rick when Rick died. I was just like, eh, I'm moving on. Man, yeah, what Negan did to poor Glenn. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jason. Oh no, I was out after season three. Like I I read the books. I knew where I kind of knew where it was going, and it's just like mm-hmm. it's the problem is it okay. American cinema, American television. Guys, please let just say we're gonna get a couple seasons, plot it out, and then be done. Because you're you're drawing things out too much, and the problem is you're like, well, this is whatever. No, people were there for the story. I can already tell by, by the end of season three, it's like, okay, so it's basically <clears throat> torture porn. That's what you're going for. That's all you got. The problem is you got a really great story, but I knew what was coming with Glenn because I read the book, and it's like, eh, okay, I don't want to watch that happen to Glenn. I like Glenn. Yeah, yeah, that was that was so dirty. What happened to Glenn? I mean, you know, when I, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I probably told this story before, like when Walking Dead first came out, my wife and I, we refused to watch it. It was like, we're not watching anything with zombies. We just ain't going to do it. And lo and behold, one day she got sick with the flu. We're both home, like nothing to do. We're just going to watch Walking Dead just to see what it's all about. Three days later, we're still there watching Walking Dead. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, it was yeah. good. Those first couple seasons were were brilliant. Yeah. They they did it, and like guys, as bad as you think the the prison part is in the in the series, right? It is it is way worse than the comics. Absolutely, they actually took it like yeah. a couple month break on the books because it's it is way worse. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I do remember like hoping that they didn't go down the path of how Glenn actually died and they actually did follow that. And uh-huh. that was that was shock TV. <laughs> yeah. Him, poor eyeball. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was disrespectful. That um, was. I'm now going to bring up a series that I know Dizzy hasn't started yet that D-Ray and I had seen season two. Which I is already, Halo. I already knew what it was. I already knew what it was. Halo. Halo season Look. two has started. Look, let me tell y'all something. And season, season one, episode one, I think it was like maybe five minutes in, they was dead in people. And when I'm telling you they were killing people, like it was not <laughs> nice. Right? That was At season all. one, episode one. Season two, episode one, Master Chief is killing aliens in organs that they didn't even know they had. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he he went to work on them in the first episode. Oh my goodness! Work. I was like, okay, is this where we're going this season? I'm there for it. I'm there for all that smoke. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Bring it. Now, 
this this show just started this September that I September. Let's try that again. This show started this Saturday that I've been watching, which is called Ninja Kamui, and it's on Adult Swim at midnight. It's a reason that it shows at midnight because it is a is a, it is a Kool Aid splash fest. Is it? It is. Oh my god! It is gore. It is gory, but great animation. Um, episode one doesn't really explain much except you see random ninjas going after certain people. I guess they're like um, like sleeper agents almost, and. A lot of great action. So that that is definitely my favorite anime at the moment. <clears throat> I'm definitely loving it. Um, have you happened to see that, Jason? I have not, no, I I haven't. I've literally not had a chance to watch any real uh, television at all. Um, if anything, I, like I've, I've I've been playing um, Deep Space Nine in the background while I'm doing other things. To be honest, just so I don't have to pay attention to it. Not Cisco. Uh, oh, dude, Cisco. <laughs> When they said they're they were doing Picard, I'm like, okay, fine, I get it. But once you're done with, Cis- let's get some Cisco. We still don't have Cisco, and I'm mad about it. Yeah. I'm mad it took three seasons to get to to get a good episode of Picard. That pissed mm. me off. But the fact that we don't have Cisco yet really, really bothers me. Yeah, because mm. Cisco, everyone's like, so honestly, my okay, so my thing is this: it's Deep Space Nine. I honestly think that Enterprise and uh, the Next Generation are equal, mm-hmm. but like the last mm-hmm. few seasons of Enterprise, I think is some of the best Trek that there is. Mm. I will say this: Strange New Worlds is right there. Yep, right. It's a very good show. It's yep. good, but yeah. yeah, no, Deep Space Nine was my jam. I loved Cisco. Cisco was my. Everyone's like, "Who's your favorite captain?" I'm like, Cisco, straight up. He's yeah. the best one. He's the most well-rounded. He was the most interesting. He, I mean, I he played he, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he played like he. It was just so he was so good. So yeah, that's what again. That's why I'm mad. I, yeah. Where's my Where's my sister? But yeah, I haven't had a chance to watch a lot of new television. I had started Vinland Saga like last year, and then like season two came out. I started that. I haven't even finished that, and I love Vinland Saga. That was brilliant. If you yeah, it was, it's. Second seasons were really good. Yeah, I'm like three or four episodes in, and I like I've been there for like the last six months. Like it's mm. nuts. I haven't had a chance to watch anything. So yeah, I've got a few I'm behind on too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, still haven't seen the new the 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 end of the Attack on Titan. Haven't seen the new Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen the new Jujutsu uh, movie. Haven't seen. Oh, I know there's more. I know there's more. We keep a list. Because I watch it with some people. <laughs> well, no, it's just, well, you know, I watch I watch it with with some people, and we we keep track of what we've seen because mm-hmm. none of us can remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this: Hon- honorable mention. I don't know if um if, if Veep was done, but um I have been right. caught up in Masters of the Air. That's on Apple TV about the World mm-hmm. War II uh, pilots, um, okay. which I thought I think is is pretty well done. Also, um, Apple TV has a couple of British uh, TV series. One called Slow Horses, which I, which um, what's this guy? What the guy that played um, uh, in Harry Potter? Oh crap! I can't think of his name. Um, crap! The one that turned into a dog, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
he's oh, in he's, he's yeah he's in slow horses and um another one is called criminal record so oh and of course uh monarch legacy of monsters was dope completely completely it dope. was interesting i like it i liked I, it i need to stop you uh-oh everything uh-oh. Uh-oh. the amazing gary oldman has created you couldn't think of a single one except, oh, he's the guy that turned into a dog in Harry Potter. Couldn't you remember Sirius Black's name? You're supposed, you're supposed to be the other Potterhead, all right? And you couldn't I think am, of Sirius Black's effing name? What's the all right, second of all, the fact that you didn't say fifth fucking element when it came. So, so forgive me. For you know, forgetting he was in Fifth Element, you know, because there was Chris Tucker, he's a there was yeah. Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis. And, and there yep. was the half naked girl that was you know running around. So Lilo. forgive me for that. Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Okay, but hold on, he was Commissioner Gordon in mm-hmm. in the Dark Knight trilogy. Like mm. he was the terrorist in in Air Force <laughs> One. Like the the Tinker Tailor so Soldier. Good. Like he's so good. Like, watch his roles; none of them look alike. I, I love Gary Oldman. But I tell you what, if you love him, As you will really, black really, too. you were, I, I'm almost about to give you the finger, Dizzy. Um, <laughs> you, were, you were really, it was right there. It was right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you, it, no, but seriously, Slow Horses, you will love that series. And he is phenomenal in that. Jason, what is your, uh, your perspective on how Robert Patterson did as Batman. Uh Oh, so, okay. Um, here's the thing. I really, really liked that version of Batman. Um, it is, I think it's, it is a definitive version. Batman is one of those characters that works in a lot of different levels. And this is, this was very much a, a Frank Miller year one version. It is a Mm -hmm. long Halloween this is where he doesn't have a lot of the stuff. And I think it, it is, it is a, it's, it's like, and is honestly, uh, Affleck. I did not think I was going to like him as Batman, but that was like the most comic accurate version. But this is tonally and out of the comics where he's actually being a detective. This is the first time we've yes. actually seen him be a detective. Now that mm-hmm. being said, there's a lot of, there's a lot, you, there is a very, very valid argument to be made that, he shouldn't that Batman should not be played by the Riddler as as hard as he was. Mm. But I think the problem is it's a movie. This is, you know, so I get it. But this I think Patterson uh, Pattinson, whatever his name is, sparkly dude. He did a great this this was a version that I think the problem is we're used to a finished Batman, right? Right. Where the Bruce Wayne character, the persona of Bruce Wayne is very much there. And the like he's he's much more established. This is he's figuring it out. Right. Yeah. Right. He doesn't he doesn't even really he doesn't want to be a hero. It is literally he's just out there to cause damage. And he doesn't understand that he has this higher thing to be, right? Right. So that's why I was I loved what he because that's exactly what he would be. The fact that you that they had the when he would take off the helmet, he still had the black eye makeup on. Mm-hmm. Like this was a very real world take for the character. The one okay, my one complaint about that movie though was the was when he jumped off the building and he had the flight the wingsuit. Mm-hmm. It's like I get what you're going for. I really, really do. Here's my problem. We understand that it's Batman. 
we've seen him flying around on that on 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 his cape for the last 20 years you could have done that whole scene just as it is but just make it a wingsuit like not just make it like where he's a flying squirrel use the whole cape it'll be fine like i swear mm. like still have him do all the stuff right because that's fine like i that's I, that was my favorite part was he's like yeah you don't just jump off a building and fly you gotta do you know he's latching everything and doing all that that was great loved it but just use the wings like don't make it look like, he, like he's a flying squirrel please stop okay, okay so so I agree with 99.9% of everything you said. I didn't mind the jump. So that's the only thing I'm kind of like in eh, on. But I agree that this particular iteration of Batman was pretty much like a, everything is a product of his own rage. So yeah. if you look at the suit, you look at even the Batmobile, mm-hmm. all of that is not refined. It's not slick. Yes. This is just yeah. pure muscle and anger. And <laughs> I like yes. that, as, you know, as far as Batman. I was a little worried that Sparkle, he couldn't pull it off, but he mm-hmm. did. So Yeah, he did. Well, he's a gr- he is a really good actor, right? Right. That is the thing that he went out. He went out to prove himself as an actor. He picked a bunch of yeah. roles where he's like, I'm going to show you what I can do as an actor. And mm-hmm. um, good on him for doing that. That as much as I am, again, my favorite Batmobile is the Keaton version that having and then followed mm. by the animated series but that that batmobile was a it felt like a monster when yeah. it shows up on the screen the first you're like what oh. is happening here it was legitimately yeah. scary yeah yes and then he proceeds to cause billions of dollars of damage and probably murdered a bunch of people in the car wreck chasing, <laughs> yeah. chasing uh, the penguin that he could have ran down at the beginning of the ep- at the beginning of the chase nah, scene. that don't put butts in the seat, man. I know. No, we're like I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But I mean, it was like, one of those things where I'm like, you know, this feels like an awful lot of collateral damage for this guy. <laughs> Not adding logic you, into him. You know, yeah, that's almost like asking, could you know, in the Lord of the Rings, couldn't Gandalf just got the eagles to fly them to Mount Doom okay. and drop the ring in? Hold on. Because you're right. You're but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Couldn't have done that. Because they would have seen because they would have seen him coming and there were dragons, they would have been knocked out of the sky. It was that mm. that, that that the they don't ex- expressly state that. But the problem is you could have done something like that. The problem is Sauron would have absolutely seen them coming because there's nothing to hide them. Mm. So it is, it is a loophole that just needed a very quick explanation, but yeah. But I mean, they could have got him halfway there at least, you know. You'd like to think so, but then again, then we don't have three movies. Mm, I'm with you. I'm with you on it. Like I, I, I did not hate that chase scene. I love that chase scene in, 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 uh, in the Batman. I I love the fact that his, his, uh, bat signal, by the way, that's a deep cut. His entire costume is one giant deep cut. The mask. That is the that's the that's the um, the Adam West mask. Look at it yeah. closely. It is yeah. very really? clearly the Adam. Yeah, look at it. It's the Adam nice. West mask. But the symbol. So the original bat symbol did not have the head. Like you didn't have the ears. It was just the wings. Right. Okay. And of course, the symbol on his chest is just that version. But it's also I look like it's actually an emergency tool. He's just this is where I'm putting it. 
So I can, and, and it just forms the, I love that idea where it's like, it's not a symbol. He doesn't have the idea to put it as a symbol. It's just, I, he needed a place that was out of the way to put these, emer, these emergency use tools. And it's a brilliant idea. So yeah, I'm a big fan. I was, I like the movie. I want more. Do you know that after I've already saw the movie, maybe weeks go by, I didn't even know Penguin was Colin Farrell. I did not even, I couldn't even yes. tell from the makeup mm-hmm. they did that good of a job yes i'm right there with you he if you hadn't told me it was colin Farrell, i wouldn't have known he exactly have. yeah he does a great job in that role but you he know really, i'm, I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking about no i'm thinking about something that you said jason with regard to riddler playing him so badly mm-hmm. and i'm thinking number one he was young and you know full of rage but number two he didn't have joker to kind of put elevate him either because so, i kind of feel like joker sort mm-hmm. of elevated his his game a little bit you know what i mean except so. that he, in this story he's already defeated the joker he joker so that's that was one of the big missing elements he was actually mm-hmm. going to be doing this sort of uh silence of the lambs in mm-hmm. talking to the joker who is already mm-hmm. in Arkham. Mm-hmm. that's why joker but all that was cut out of the movie Joker is in. They filmed scenes with him. In fact, the guy that he's ta- that um, that that Riddler is talking to in Arkham Asylum, that mm-hmm. is the Joker. He's already been caught by Batman. This is mm-hmm. this is year two for for Batman. So that's I get what you're saying. Here's like I don't disagree, and I think that's the whole point. No, is yeah. the Joker, the Riddler needed to be elevated, to, so he's not just a guy with riddles. And so I'm okay with that. Like that's why I was. Right. It didn't hurt me that bad, that much. Right. That he he gets played that hard. But you know, like I said, it was. I like the movie. I really, really do, and mm-hmm. I like what he did with the character because it's. It is definitely a very different take from what we're used to, but it's not out of. In fact, it's very in line with with the comics, mm-hmm. with some of the comics. Let me say that again: Year One, Long Halloween kind of stuff. So yeah, so um, one last thing that I have been watching now that's been pretty interesting to me is Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the new rendition. Oh, and it's actually yeah. pretty interesting. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting. I'm about three episodes in. There's, there's a lot. I mean, they're, they're drawing it out because mm-hmm. you're trying to play like, who is this and why are they doing that and stuff? But mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as some of the shenanigans they get in, it's pretty cool. So I, I like it. I, I'm 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 a fan thus far, but we'll see what turns out. Um, shoot, we already ate up an hour like that, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> um, where can people find you, Jason, these days? Uh-huh. Right now, I don't want to be found. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too late. Um, too late. Doing a great yeah, too job late. of hiding right now. So uh, yeah, exactly. Again, I'm doing a terrible job of retiring. Um. So, so here's the thing, sirupapers.com, right? That's that's right there. I I haven't updated the website like at all. Hopefully by the end of the month. I'm actually I've got after March I'm going to take like 3 months off and I'll have everything done hopefully by that point. But yeah, sirupapers will be the place to find me and I have an artist page I'm going to be putting up soon. So once that all that's put up and ready to go, I'll be back on here to let y'all see it but right now go find me on on facebook i'm on facebook you get the artist page you're gonna start seeing a lot of stuff pop up over there um so that would be probably the easiest place to find me right now but i just realized hold on we promised the people rebel moon 
Yeah, so I'm gonna go say ahead. this. I'm gonna say this. Zack Snyder is a genius, and it takes a genius to ruin the Star Wars version of of Magnificent Seven. <laughs> How do you screw up Magnificent Seven with lasers? <clears throat> now, in full disclosure, uh, apparently there is a Zack Snyder cut of Rebel Correct. Moon, which only makes it worse. That yeah. only no, makes it worse. It is cut. Netflix. The entire point is to be. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's a completely different movie. Then why did you put that one out? But they did that with the Justice League. They did. But that the one, first one. But that was Warner ahead. Brothers who did that. Warner Brothers did that. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But Warner yeah. Brothers did that. The whole point of going to Netflix <laughs> was that he had complete control over this. Zack Snyder did this on purpose. I will not for, like again. Just, it was Magnificent Seven with lasers. <laughs> How do you screw that up? <laughs> Royally. But that, but here's the problem, and I'll, I'll I'll let you get I'll let you get going because everyone's got other things to do. <laughs> Your Magnificent Seven is a brilliant film, which is which is again why we've remade it a hundred times. Same thing with Magnificent, mm-hmm. you know, the Seven Samurai. It's all the same story. It works as a single movie. Breaking it up into a trilogy is stupid. Just do the Magnificent Seven, right? Just do that. Tell your story one movie set in that universe and then if you want to make more movies just make them in the rebel moon universe that's all you got to do you don't it was magnificent seven with lasers and you managed to screw it up i got bored yeah how do you screw that movie up that yeah. badly yeah that that wow. movie has no rewatch at all like didn't have watchability in the first place. Yeah, it's, it's like I I could care less, and and I know we're about to go, but the Dune sequel is coming out. Did he just, just smacked the camera. camera? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I, dude, I am so excited. I love I love Dune. I watch. I, don't get me wrong. I love Dune because Dune was one of the few science fiction pieces mm-hmm. that I actually read the book years ago. Um, yeah. saw so I love the earlier movies. I just hate the fact that this is what two, three years between. Yeah. How many years has it been? Uh, it's only been like two, I thought. Yeah, I feel like it's been longer than that, and it's like, is anybody going to even remember doing one? So that's my oh, point. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Now this is this isn't the one with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, is it? Is that the one no. you're talking about? No. D-Ray, kick him out right now. I can't do it. <laughs> that is unacceptable. I can't do it, but yeah, there, there, will just, be a, there will be a production meeting later. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. The, uh, I apologize. One big thing I am looking forward to this summer. That right there is... Yes. This is going to be the make or break for Marvel right here, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a summer blockbuster for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I'm not I'm dumb. not holding yeah. my breath. <laughs> well, no, he, he, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Here's the thing, I'm with D-Ray on this. I'm re- here I will say this though. There's enough stories about Ryan Reynolds pissing off Marvel and mm-hmm. getting and having whole things fired. It's like, no, this is mm-hmm. crap. So that's the it's literally because of him that I'm optimistic. That's the only reason I'm optimistic. Right. But that's why. That having been said, I am with D-Ray. If this is bad, if it's bad, that's it. Then we're that's done. It. 
Yeah, we're they done told here. Because, like, it's Ryan Reynolds making it, right? Like, Ryan Reynolds was so angry at how they were trying yeah. to set up that kind of mm-hmm. character that he actually yeah. raised the money, got everyone together, mm-hmm. made the first mo- movie, and, mm-hmm. you know, he also... Then he came... He it was genius, so he came back and he made the second movie. And it, was it the second movie? Uh, credits or the yeah. first movie credits where he went back in time and killed his yeah. own yeah. character because he hated yeah. it so much. Yeah, like, yeah, and everything. Like, yeah. He has a passion for this character. He stole the suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. He's not going to let it go. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm optimistic. But yeah, I'm. Just everybody, just remember this episode. Oh, jeez. We, we will replay mm-hmm. this this summer. We're leaving receipts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave yeah. the receipts. It's like, just remember. Disney's gonna have its way to, to. It's like I'm having to overlook an awful lot of sins to to stay to, to keep watching Marvel. Well, when to keep watching when Marvel does it in come general. out again? When does it come out again? Uh, J- uh July, July twenty six. Well, I'm pretty sure July. Mm-hmm. This summer. So grateful to have a good movie to look forward to. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, just so grateful to have a good like because in August. I'm going to be smashed into a million billion pieces when the Borderlands movie comes out. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's August. I ain't holding my breath for that one either, dude. <laughs> dude, I have rants. We don't have time for my rants today, but I'm sure they will come up in future episodes. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna see it. I hate myself for the fact that I'm gonna go see it because I know what it's gonna do to me. As a Borderlands fan, like mm-hmm. Borderlands fan, it's tattooed on me. All right, she's tattooed. She's official. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> we don't have time for that today. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, Dere, what do you have to say before we head out, bro? Hey, man, this has been a deep, dope uh, episode. Jason, family, um, good to see you again. Hope you come back soon. Everybody uh, choose to be nice to one another because you never know what anybody's uh, everybody's going through. And peace out. And uh, I know you had a little something to say, but uh, Dizzy, what do you got to say before we head out? Just, you know, thanks to everyone who showed up and talked in chat. And again, thanks to Jason for that amazing song. I love it so much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, everybody, just everybody, you know, be positive and have a great week. Yes, indeed. Again, Jason, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us. We appreciate you. No problem, man. Anytime. And everybody, you know how it is. We want you to be kind. But most of all, remember, (laughs) you may think it's a UFO, but maybe it's (laughs) D-Ray. You no good. (laughs) We love y'all. Be kind and good night, Graham Cracker. We'll see y'all next week. Oh my gosh. That was hard to hold. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh.